0: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Hope you had a great weekend and looking forward to the week ahead. And I suppose what I'd like to share with you this week is is a couple of key data points that uh, we should be mindful of and also perhaps some opportunities to do something about them. And what I'd like to do before I get to them is set it in a context in that a lot of you listening probably uh, recall that I've got a fascination with the history of accounting and finance. And in particular, our development over the last uh, thousands of years, since we started recording financial transactions on clay tablets back in ancient Babylonian times. And it wasn't really until the the first industrial revolution in the 1800s, where investors and shareholders and management were coming to us to help them understand How could they best assess the performance of all those financial transactions? So we developed techniques then of preparing financial statements, balance sheets, cash flow, to help them better gauge the performance of their businesses and also their investments. Because the first industrial revolution was the capital-intensive introduction of machine power. So there was loads of investments in property, plant, equipment, know-how and so on. And investors were looking for their various returns on assets, capital employed and so on. And then we did see some further development in accounting and finance around the 1900s, the next industrial revolution, where we were asked to get a bit more scientific. So we introduced things like DuPont analysis, performance management tools, cost accounting and so on. Uh, and then arrived the computer sort in the mid 1900s. And from there, we saw an explosion in storage and networking and processing power. And then ultimately to where we are today, which is that combination of artificial intelligence and human intelligence for enhanced cognitive power, what we call Industry 5.0. And the thing is, those latter industrial revolutions that were powered by the computer and digital age were in, the lines between them were much more blurred. And I can feel they've been never ending. And if you were to map out our rate of change on a chart from 2000 BC to where we are now, you'll start to see between 2000 BC and 1800 AD, there wasn't really much change in what we did. And between 1800 to where we are now, you've got like an exponential like hockey stick shape. And if you can picture, that's a massive rate of change to be dealing with. And that's where the context of the two statistics I'm about to share with you I'd like to place it in. Is Gartner did a survey uh, this year of how uh, effective our business partners thought finance were in servicing their needs, and I think they interviewed like uh, a thousand uh, organisations and so on. And essentially, the what was fed back to them is that sixty-five percent, so nearly two-thirds, of business partners are rating their finance support as ineffective. You know, it's quite worrying. So that's a stakeholder side. And then another indicator which caught me for probably for more concern was done by blind this year, and it's that 29% of finance members are engaged in their work. If you were to put that in reference of a lifeboat, okay, and imagine you've got your team members in the lifeboat and there's 10 of you in there because it's easier to do the math. You're all in choppy waters and you're trying to get to a good place, but only three people in that lifeboat to represent the 29% are rowing in the direction that's uh, towards a safer place, a better place. Safety, if you want to call it that terms, if you then follow up with Gallup's analysis of engagement, you then find that the three people that are meant to be actively disengaged in the boat, which means that they're rowing in the opposite direction of the other three, which means then you've got, what, four people left in the middle that are milling around, either pushing or pulling, and the boat is static. So we've got this environment of relentless change. We've got some team members engaged, probably the same amount disengaged, And some of us caught in the middle, a bit dazed about what to do and next steps. And that could help explain why there's that perception of finance out there at the moment that we're not really hitting the notes. The nearly two-thirds of our business partners are saying that we're ineffective. And um, it's not a really good place to be. So I think it's great to have some people engaged. And I'm sorry to hear that there are people who are disengaged in their work. But I'd encourage whether you're in the engaged camp, the sort of the neutral camp in the middle of the boat or those that are disengaged are a few things you can do about it and the first is one uh, is undertake a a career bone diagram right we've talked about this on a previous Monday memo episode 11 it's a very popular one it helps you figure out what your ideal career looks like versus where you are now and helps you figure out how to get there so I encourage you to tune into that episode to give you an idea of the steps you need to be taking to do more of the right things so that you can feel more satisfied and engaged in your work and drive that side of your career. And also an important point in the career bone diagram, it's not all about your finance career. You have to have ecology with the other things you want to achieve in life. So knowing your values and reasons, very important too to get the most out of it. The second uh, key point I'd, I'd, I'd like to raise is what we call stakeholder analysis. We did do a, an episode number 81 that explained how uh, to use that to to drive better perception from our stakeholders of where we're adding value and in simple terms it's about asking our stakeholders what it is that they currently want what it is that they have in their area their environment so like maybe what their strategic objectives are where they are against them at the moment And if you've a difference between the have and want responses that they've given back, then we call them have-want gaps. And if you can align those and close those gaps, you're immediately adding value and you'd be turning around that perception of being ineffective. And adopting both of those ideas or approaches of the career bone diagram or stakeholder analysis doesn't require digital technology, doesn't require additional investments other than really your time and interest. And ultimately, what have you got to lose? Isn't it better to be in a state where you're engaged in your work and you've got your stakeholders and business partners saying great things about the work you and your teams are doing? I don't know. Uh, if, if there's a better thing you could be doing with your time, then please share it with me. If uh, finding more meaningful work and getting rewarded for it isn't 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 what you want to, to do, or actually developing a career where you have the time to do all those things outside of your career that you want to do, that's a big part of the ecology I was talking about. There is one third thing you could do uh, as well, and I think it's to put around those two a system to make sure you're doing those two things more often. In our team, we use something called phonetics just to keep on top of that we're we're doing those right things. But it doesn't need to be a fancy bit of software. It could be a bit of just these Excel sheets and that you've got a, a diary notification to check in with them every week or something like that, or that you've reached out to a mentor to ask for a bit of advice, On those haves and wants delivering those or on your career bone diagram or it could be just uh, tuning into a podcast doesn't even have to be the strength in the number show just uh, on one of those sort of bits and pieces to help you close those have one gaps or get closer to your ideal career destination the career bone diagram and that's really why we invite guest mentors onto the show to share with you what they're doing how they're establishing those systems their little tools techniques best bits of advice uh, and also figure out in a faster way how to get to where you want to be getting to and do more of the right things more often. So look, really appreciate you tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, we really appreciate it when you share it with your friends and colleagues. You can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And thanks for investing your time with us today. So in the meantime, have a great week. Take care of yourselves. And let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.